Welcome to Relationship Psych, the podcast, helping you understand how love turns to anger and even hate. Through the episodes, you will learn how to transform doomed relationships into exciting, intimate, and long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Grapes, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul-crushing love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can learn to create a strong relationship. Relationships Psych, the podcast, is not meant to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any mental health or relational issue. For treatment, talk to a mental health or relationship professional in your area. Four ways to create a fight. Imagine aliens are watching and they want the formula to create a conflict. This is how they would do it. Imagine we're invaded by a bunch of aliens and they want to know how do you turn a conversation into a conflict that turns into a disaster? The aliens would see some predictable things. While not all relationship disasters are the same, there are certainly some patterns. If a UFO broke through the atmosphere today and the aliens were watching the disaster couples, this is likely what they would see. So let's set the stage. We have a sleek black UFO, no straight angles. All the aliens inside are levitating and watching the humans on their huge 3D screen. It's like they're there with the couples. These aliens are relationship masters and they plan to study other planets to see what the couples are up to. They tune into these four patterns because they really want to know what makes a relationship disaster. The first thing they tune into is stonewalling. The aliens set their huge 3D TV to the third season of True Detective, where Wayne Hayes is found outside stripping off his clothes, standing there in his boxer shorts, burning his clothes in the middle of the night in his backyard. His wife walks out and asks him to talk in the morning. He agrees. Now, the premise of this show is set in the 1980s, where Wayne and his partner Roland West are on a missing persons case after two children disappear. Hayes, an African-American man, is born into a poor family. He grew up in Conway, Arkansas. So the next day, the scene is set at a table in a restaurant. Wayne and his wife are sitting down. She asks him what happened. He doesn't tell her. He offers her a drink. She declines. She explains she would rather a hard truth than a lie. He refuses to tell her to tell her what's going on. Eventually, out of some frustration, she orders a drink. Now, the aliens wonder if the TV show is a true representation of what happens in couples. So the aliens tune into a real-life couple to see if the show had it wrong. They tune in to watch Marge and Mary. It's a Friday night, and Marge wanted to see the latest drive-in show that just opened. Excitedly, she told Mary that she bought them tickets for the 7.30 show. Mary looked at her and responded with, Why do you want to do that? It's cold. Feeling deflated, Mark says, Come on, you like the movies? I just want to get out of the house and spend some time with you. 
Let's dress warm and go. Mary stares blankly at Marg, not saying a word. Eventually, Marge raises her voice. Mary, don't even care about me. And Mary walks out of the room. Here we see Mary the Stonewaller. The aliens didn't really like the stonewalling, so they thought couples that talked it out would be more interesting. They tuned into some contempt. Since they didn't understand those non-communicative humans, they decided to watch Lisa and Eduardo. On their huge 3D screen, they saw Lisa cleaning up after dinner. As Eduardo called, Lisa, where are the towels? As he had just finished bathing their young children. Lisa responded by saying, I'm just being honest, but come on, Eduardo. Don't you think you should know? He retorts by saying, I would never talk to you like that. The aliens would be absolutely shocked by these subtle jabs with the intention to insult each other. Horrified, they watch Eduardo and Lisa and their continued contempt. Lisa snickers and sneers. (laughs) Come on, Eduardo. What am I, your slave? He glares at her like shooting daggers across the room with his eyes. Lisa, how would you like it if I talked to you that way? Well, the aliens were feeling very upset by watching this subtly cruel exchange. So they turned to watch Erica and Chris. Now, Chris is a laid back guy who liked to avoid conflict. But after watching Eduardo and Lisa, the aliens needed a break. So they thought, hey, since Chris is pretty laid back, the conflict should be easier to stomach. Now, in the case, you don't want to use criticism and you're kind of like, ooh, hey, maybe that or contempt is one of my patterns. And you want the formula to find out how to talk so your your partner finally listens to you. Head out to www.emberrelationshippsychology.com for the free guide on how to get him to finally listen to you. Back to the aliens. Well, it was well established on the play, on the aliens' home planet that women are the ones who typically brought up difficult issues in the relationship. They heard that on Earth, the statistics were the same. That about eh, 80% of the time, it's the female partner who brings up the more complicated relationship issues. While it's the same on the alien's home planet, the male, the male pair just goes along with the conversation, but they would soon see a different pattern among the humans. While it was the same that that 80% of the time, the women typically brought up the sticky issues, the male partner with the humans eh, typically didn't go along with it. They tried to avoid the sticky issue rather than address addressing it. What the aliens learned by watching millions of couples was that not only happy couples did this, but also happy couples. Yes, it's true. In happy couples, yep, the woman brings up an issue and the man attempts to avoid it. However, Erica didn't know that even in happy couples, a great deal of the time, men avoid these sticky issues. On the large 3D screen in the aliens UFO images of Erica and Chris appeared. Erica walked to the couch and sat down next to Chris. He said, hey, babe, and scooped her up into his arms. The aliens let out an audible sigh of relief, hoping conflict would go better this time since Erica and Chris typically overcome conflicts. They had no idea this was going to turn into a doozy. Erica snuggles into Chris before she says, babe, I've been upset about something. I need to get it off my chest. Can we please talk about it right now? 
the aliens are so relieved because they just know need a conflict to go right. Chris responds, Oh, but babe, babe, the football season just started and my favorite team is on. Can this please wait until later? The aliens are holding their breath. She brought it up, as was typical for him as was typical for them, but then he avoided, which is something he usually didn't do. But they hoped. Since male avoidance was normal amongst humans, she would just move on. But she didn't. Instead, she went to criticism. She protested. You never think about how you're watching the game impacts me. This is so selfish. The aliens cringed. They were afraid of what was to come next. Defensiveness. Which is the fourth thing. The fourth pattern that makes the relationship uh-oh, conflict go a little bit of a problem. So the aliens are levitating on the edges of their black metallic seats, leaning in, biting their claw-like nails because they have no idea how Chris, this super laid-back guy, is going to respond. He starts saying, yeah, babe, I agree. I know I can be selfish sometimes. I just want to watch the game. The aliens let out a sigh of breath, thinking, okay, maybe this will stop. Maybe this will stop Erica from going on. But she says, Chris, you don't even care about me sometimes. All you think about is yourself. The real size image of Chris on the screen starts to tremble a touch. He says, look, the problem here isn't me. I've always been this way. The problem here is you and your needs. Now the aliens are really upset because they have seen how much Chris loves Erica, but in this moment he's feeling under attack and he needs to protect himself. So he counters and hits the target with Erica just where it hurts. A huge tear wells in her eyes and drops and splatters on the floor. The aliens can't control their pain. They start to feel with her in that moment that her attachment figure, Chris, isn't responsive to her needs. They pause and they wonder why, why wasn't Chris responsive? Well, they guess he really wanted to watch the game and he told her that, but she wasn't willing to wait. The aliens probe into Chris's brain and they find a surprising emotion. Shame. Shame that once again he has upset her, the one he loves most. So he just wants to put it off till later. The game actually wasn't that important. I mean, he did want to watch it, but it was really the shame he felt that held held him back from talking. Bewildered at the exchanges from all the couples, the aliens watch and watch and watch until they find the communication patterns that determine what's going to lead a conflict to succeed or fail. Okay, it wasn't the aliens that did it. Really, it was the Gottmans, but in this case, the aliens. So the aliens found that all couples get in these four negative communication patterns from time to time. The couples who had these as their main conflict models were more likely to have their conflicts end in a disaster and possibly even lead to a breakup. If you're wondering how to tell what patterns are leading to disaster, think of what the aliens would see if they tuned in to watch you and your partner on their huge TV. Would they see criticism? A phrase that hones in on your partner's flaws? Or maybe they would see contempt. Talking to your partner with like an air of superiority, with the goal to insult or injure. Maybe it would be defensiveness. Warding off the attack and placing blame back on your partner. Or stonewalling. 
disengaging from an interaction. It could be physically or emotionally or both. For more on these doomed communication patterns, check out episode five, Four Doomed Communication Patterns. Okay, so I hoped you liked this episode about the aliens. I've been really interested in what the aliens would see lately if they were watching couples fighting. And I think just by observing our patterns of behavior with our partner, we can tell. How's the conflict going to go? I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.